Hello, hello, welcome one and welcome all to the Around the World podcast. I am your host, the one, the only Clark Van Deventer. And today on the podcast is the grand finale of Scandinavia. Woohoo! Iceland. All right, we have done all five countries that make up Scandinavia Denmark, Norway, Sweden. Finland, and now Iceland. Okay, if you are a regular to the podcast, you know on this podcast, we follow a thread around the world, but I, I'm not going to typically go to every country in a region, like 50 plus countries in Africa. We didn't we didn't do all 50. We did like 15. But Scandinavia gets all five. Chalk it up to bias, I guess. I love Scandinavia. Um and I'm okay. I've been to Africa, but I always tell people when they say, Have you been to Africa? I say, um, Well, sort of, because I've been to Egypt and I kind of feel like Egypt is Africa. And I kind of feel, I mean, it is, but it's, it's the Middle East, right? All right. First, all right, I'm going to Iceland. Let's do Clark. Focus. Iceland. Iceland is an outlier. Um, it's just out there. Uh, the rest of Scandinavia is is all tucked into Northern Europe on the Baltic Sea. Iceland is in the North Atlantic. Um, sits actually on the Eurasian and North American tectonic plates. It is the only place in the world where you can see those two tectonic plates above ground, which is pretty cool. Um, that's also why Iceland is referred to as the land of fire and ice. Ice, because we are in the North Atlantic and there's a lot of ice in Iceland. There are actually 269 named glaciers, to be exact. And fire, because being at the convergence of these tectonic plates, there is a lot, and by a lot, I mean a lot of geothermal activity. 130 volcanoes in Iceland, and like 30 of them are active. And Iceland is among the most volcanically active places in the world. Like, did you read Jules Verne? Did you watch the movie Center? Right, you know, journey to the center of the earth. Yeah, have you seen this? I okay. Did they make more than one of these? The, the one I'm thinking of is with Brandon Fraser. I love that movie. Um, all right, so in that movie, right? They, or if you've read the book, they go to Iceland because of all the volcanic activity. So this is the land of fire and ice. But if it's actually got one foot in North America, right? It's on these tectonic plates. If it's got one foot in North America and one foot in Europe, why do we say it's in Europe and not in North America? And if it's so far removed from the rest of Scandinavia, why do we lump it in with Scandinavia? All right, more on that in a minute. First, I, I gotta back up. I gotta back the truck up. Hey, you, if you are a regular here, hey, welcome back, I'm glad you're here. Stoked that you're hanging out with us again. Uh, if you're new, hey, I'm stoked that you're here too. Um, welcome. 
let me tell you a little bit about this podcast. This podcast started, it wasn't a podcast then, it started as a social studies class in my house for my kids. Then in 2020, I took the class online. I've been teaching it since January of 2020, just before COVID at outschool.com. So if you have kids, no kids, or are a kid between the ages of nine-ish to 13-ish, you can check out my classes at outschool.com. Just go to outschool, search for me, the one, the only, Clark Van Deventer. Um, and the outschool search feature can also be kind of annoying. So you can just go to the link in my show notes to this podcast. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I am at Clark Van. Clark Van on the gram. The link to my teacher profile page is in my bio. And if all else fails, you can email me at clarkvand at gmail.com. I'm not giving you my cell phone, at least not in this context. All right, let's get back to Iceland. What's up with this? Why is Iceland Europe? Okay, well, Iceland is Norway. Now, which also, by the way, answers the question, why do we lump it in with Scandinavia? Iceland kind of is Norway. And now, if, if you sort of know your history, you're, you may be inclined to want to, like, butt in and argue with me right now, because you may be wanting to say, no, no, Clark, I, Iceland is part of Denmark. And yes, we'll, we'll get to that. But all of these Scandinavian countries, they're all, they're all sort of intermingled. And they all kind of co-ruled. Co ruled or co-ruled one another over the years. But if you listen to my Norway podcast, you're do you remember that guy King Olaf, right? This is the guy uh who was a viking who converted to Christianity and now he converted to Christianity and so he may have had Christ in him, but he also still had an awful lot of viking in him too. He's the guy who made a guy who wouldn't convert he shoved a pipe down his throat and then shoved a snake down that pipe. Yeah. Someone who did convert at King Olaf's insistence or beckoning or welcoming. Someone who did convert to the King, uh, to King Olaf's invitation. Someone who did convert to Christianity was a guy named Life Erickson. You may know that name. That name may be familiar to you. Uh, Life Erickson was off exploring the North Atlantic on behalf of King Olaf. He was part of King Olaf's court. And he was born in Iceland. He explored Greenland. And then about 500 years before Christopher Columbus arrived in the Americas, Life Erickson, his ship was blown off course. And one day he ends up in North America, what is now present-day Canada. So 500 years before Columbus, Life Erickson was the first European to actually set foot, or the first European that we know of to set foot in North America. All right, now Iceland looks amazing. It has been on my radar screen for a while because Iceland has this famous ring road that is about 800 miles. It is actually 830 miles to be exact. When I was looking at my big uh, Stockholm, the Copenhagen ride a few years ago, that was a, and I ended up doing that ride. Uh, that was 500 miles. I considered Iceland at the time, and I just felt like 830 miles was a little bit more than I was ready to bite off at that moment. 
Um, lots of tourists go to Iceland. They rent a car and they drive around Iceland. So they can do that. I, I want to ride my bike. All right. Now, this is what happens to my family. Um, we always have ideas of trips. And then suddenly we'll like change course. There's talk of a big trip to Europe for our family in 2024. The idea has been that we will spend about a month. We'll fly into Italy, spend a few weeks in Italy, perhaps add in some stops in Switzerland. That's what I really want to do. I want to route through Switzerland. We will have to go through France because to get to Spain, which is where we're ultimately going to go, we're going to spend about two weeks in Barcelona. Uh, so I mean, two weeks in Italy with a focus on Italy, maybe traveling around a little bit more, two weeks in Barcelona. That's been the idea. And the idea has been late September uh, because we want to avoid the heat and the summer rush of June, July, August. But here we are in September right now. And I said to my wife the other day, I was like, hey, would you be excited right now about a trip to, to Europe? Right, if we were leaving right now, and uh, oh, okay, okay, sure, she would be right, but like, there's this sense. I, I was just like, hey, think about next year. Next year, we're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna have a crazy summer. It's gonna get to be September, and we're gonna be ready to settle again. Are you really going to be ready to go to to um, go on a big European trip in September? And she was like, ah, I don't know. Not look, I know these are some serious first world problems, right? But I was like, do you want to go to Italy in August? And she's like, no. And at the time I was getting ready to teach Iceland, right? When we're having this conversation, I'm getting ready to teach Iceland on our school. And I'm like, Iceland looks amazing. Let's go to Iceland. You guys could rent a car. I could rent a bike. Because we could go to Iceland in August. It wouldn't be hot. You know that summertime highs in Iceland are highs in Iceland in August. What do you what do you think? Because you, you've probably heard, you've heard before there's this joke that Greenland should be called Iceland and and Iceland should be called Greenland because Greenland is actually mainly ice, but Iceland is actually quite green. It's lush. And so you're probably thinking like summertime highs would be pretty nice, but well Summertime highs in August, high temperatures usually hit around 13 degrees Celsius. All right, my Fahrenheit people, 13 degrees Celsius, 55 degrees Fahrenheit. 55 degrees Fahrenheit, summertime highs? Okay, sure, these are averages, I guess. No, these are highs. Okay, by the way, I'm okay with, I don't need it to be a, a beach vacation. I was just, I was, I'm just gonna tell you, I was surprised. I was surprised that the temperatures aren't higher. Just was. Um, all right. Capital of Iceland is Reykjavik. There's about 375,000 people in the whole country. All right, but three whole country, 375,000 people about. Uh, the Reykjavik metro area, about 250,000. Like 90% of the per, of the population is urban. Pretty much right, nine, nine out of 10 people in the country live in cities, which is, I will give you some other countries by way of comparison, is high. France, 81%. 
Ireland. We are going to Ireland next week. The next episode of the podcast will be in Ireland. Um, Ireland is 67% urban. Reykjavik runs entirely on, remember guys, this is, this is right, Jules Verne, journey to the center of the earth, geothermal activity. Reykjavik runs entirely on geothermal power. Reykjavik, also, I'm going to give you a little Reagan trivia, Cold War trivia. Uh, Reykjavik was the location of a crucial and pivotal summit between American President Ronald Wilson Reagan and Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev in, I believe that was 1986. It was deemed a failure at the time. Reagan walked away from negotiations without a deal. The press ate him up. And a year later, after he had beat the Soviet Union into submission, they had another summit and he got the exact same deal that was on the table in 86, except not a bunch of concessions that he didn't want to give up in 86. Anyway, it's another story for another day. Another um, little piece of trivia from that time. That that summit was hosted by Vigdis Finbogadvid. How do you say her name? Uh, Vigdis Finbogadotir. Who was? All right, Vigdis. Let's just call her Vigdis. In 1980, she was elected president of Iceland. And she became the first elected female head of state in the world. Not the first female head of state, but the first elected female, elected female head of state in the world. Subsequently elected three times, retired in 1996. She barely won in 1980 and then became wildly popular. I believe in one election, she ran either, she was either unopposed or virtually unopposed. Um, another fun fact, Iceland is also the second smallest country in the world with its own currency and monetary policy. Second smallest, which begs the question, what is the smallest? All right, a little trivia time. Do you have any guesses on this? What would be the smallest country in the world with its own currency and monetary policy. Think about it. Think about it. The answer is, all right, I'm going to give you a clue. Think Indian Ocean, Indian Ocean, island nation off the coast of Africa, 115 islands. Do you have a guess? The answer is Seychelles. Iceland also has a bunch of strong dudes. Um, have you ever seen these world's strongest men competitions? Like guys pulling trucks down the road with a rope tied behind them, stuff like that. Tossing, tossing fallen trees, playing catch with, with boulders like the size of beach balls. Uh, Iceland has won a ridiculous number of these world's strongest men competitions. So... Norway is awesome at the Winter Olympics. Kenyans are some awesome long-distance runners. And Iceland, they just produce strong dudes. All right. But, I, I okay, I got to come back to this because I mentioned it earlier. Remember earlier, 
I said Iceland was part of Norway, and I knew that there were some listeners who wanted to correct me and say Iceland was part of Denmark. And it's true that Iceland was part of Denmark. And I am now going to give you a very oversimplified version of how Iceland got its independence from Denmark. All right. World War II starts. Hitler invades Denmark, because remember, Denmark is right on top of Germany. Hitler's like, Denmark's mine. All right. But Iceland... Iceland is more than 2,000 kilometers away, 1,300 miles from mainland Europe. So Iceland is like, you didn't take us over. So Iceland just goes about their business in a self-governing state. And after World War II, Iceland is like, yeah, De Denmark, we're not, we're not coming back. Iceland formally became an independent republic on June 17th, 1944. All right. So that's Iceland. Go to Iceland. You can drive or you can, hey, go with me. Bike that 830-mile road. See loads and loads of waterfalls and glaciers. Have lots of opportunities to soak in hot springs and geothermal lagoons. All right, so on my list. All right, hey, next episode of the podcast is a place I have been to. It's a place where my wife lived before my wife and I were married. Well, we were dating, in fact. She spent a year living in Ireland. We are going to the Emerald Isle next week. So I'm excited to talk about Ireland in the next episode. All right, that's it. Hey, remember, if you're enjoying this podcast, share the love. All right, make sure you click that button to follow us, like us, review us, tell your friends. Just drop a link. Just grab a link at some point and share it on social media or email it to a friend. I'd appreciate it. All right. Hey, as always, if you're trying to track me down, look, I'm not hard to find. You can Google me. I'm not hiding. And all these platforms, if you reach out to me, I, I look, I'm not like the president of the United States. I, like I see these messages come in. Or you can email me, clarkvand at gmail.com. All right, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.